We ought to get upset. We ought to feel bad. We ought to be sorry for what we see going on. Church was not designed to accommodate the world. It was designed to raise the standard of the world. Welcome to Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. We invite you to stay tuned for a life-changing word. Hi, and welcome once again to Concepts for Living. I want you to know we consider it a privilege to come to you with more Concepts for Living. Concepts from God's Word. Stay tuned because in this particular message, I'll be speaking from the theme, simply, I'm sorry. Open your Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 7. I'll begin reading at verse 8. For though I made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent, though I did repent, for I perceive that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. For ye were made sorry, <laughs> after a godly manner that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this selfsame thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sort. What carefulness it wrought in you. Yea, what clearing of yourselves. Yea, what indignation. Yea, what fear. Yea, what vehement desire, yea, what zeal, yea, what revenge in all things ye have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. <laughs> now, therefore, my theme for this message is simply this. Look at someone and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't hear that much anymore. By way of introduction, The narrative behind the, the verses of this text is born out of Paul's sincere desire as a pastor and a preacher of the gospel to warn every man, teach 
every man that he might present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. He said that to the Colossians in chapter 1, verse 28. For Paul, being a preacher and a pastor and an apostle, was not merely a position. To him, it was a serious opportunity to be used by God to condition men and women to become under his influence ministerially so that they might be perfect in Christ. Okay. Then, secondly, it was motivated by the return of Titus to him. Titus was a young minister, a young preacher an associate of St. Paul. Paul sent him to Corinth with a letter regarding what was going on in the church. The church at Corinth was experiencing the infiltration of Judaizers. Those who could not accept Christianity and were constantly promoting Judaism. I'm tempted to say that there are those even today who will tell you that you've got to become a Jew so you can become a Christian. Have mercy. Paul was a Jew, and he left Judaism and became a Christian. I can stand on my two feet. But Judaism and the Judaizers were being an influence on this infant church to the degree that Paul had to write them about it. Not only that, but some other things were going on. Incest was permitted in the church. Immorality. People sleeping with whoever they felt like sleeping with. You know what I'm talking about. Paul writes to admonish them strongly for this Behavior being permitted within the church. Permit me to say right here today that we must be concerned about what goes on in the church. I know it sounds old-fashioned, but, but we're going to have to answer to God for what we permit to go on in the church. We get hooked on friends and party, on cronies and partners and teams and, and and because many times it's our own families we don't want to address the issue so we permit certain things to go on in the church come on with me but there is a point when you and I have to understand that it's not our church it's the Lord's church and his church is a pure church Holy Church, 
It's like a bride that's getting ready for a great big wedding. As always, the three points of this message. One, the disposition. Secondly, the distinction. And thirdly, the discretion. Stay tuned. You will be blessed. Notice with me that the difference between Judas and Peter was that Judas, you know, he betrayed his Lord and Peter denied his Lord. Hmm? Uh, you know, about the 30 pieces of silver and all that kind of stuff. I'm not getting into it. I'm just saying that they both had sorrow because of their deeds. But, but now watch this. But, but the Bible says that when the, that, that, that when the cock, when cockle-doodle-doo, Peter remembered what God, Jesus said. And he went out and wept bitterly. Am I in this book? Read chapter 26 of St. Matthew, verse 75. He went out and wept bitterly. But then, here's Judas. When he took the silver back, he said, here, take it. I don't want it. Oh, it's dirty money. I don't want it. He went out, the Bible said. And as he went out, he was so full of sorrow, so full of guilt, so full of shame until he hung himself. What's the difference, people? One repented. The other rejected. Didn't understand. Couldn't get to the place of humbling himself. Forgive me, God. Wash me, God. And you know, let's read the Bible. And let's talk about us. Because some of us done some stuff. Done some stuff to people. Done some stuff with people. Done some stuff against people. You know what I'm saying. Am I in the right church? And you know you did it. And you know you were out of order. And you know you were wrong. And you know it. You know it. You know it. But ain't nothing going to happen good out of it. Until you repent. You can read about Peter, chapter 26, St. Matthew. Read about Judas in same St. Matthew, chapter 27, verse 5. Peter, Peter, Peter repented. And because he repented, he was restored. And since he was restored, he not only got salvation, but he became the first bishop of the Christian church. And Judas, who could have been and would have been, had he not been willing to repent. Have you repented lately? Well, that's the word that struck my heart. In this day of situation ethics, 
There seems to be no such thing as sin. Sin is referred to as an error, a mistake, a weakness, superstition. But it does not admit to sin. We live in a day when we sin. But nobody calls it sin. So we just keep trucking on. But we sin. Don't call it anything else. It's sin. The wages of death. Worldly sorrow leads to death. Worldly, in the sense that you're sorry you got caught, that's all. Everybody does. You know how people do, they justify, they say, you know, wait now, wait now. I'm not the only one. Do you know what Harry did? You know what Sue did? Don't you remember over there? Don't you remember? And don't, 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 don't come on. I noticed no amens, and I noticed no hands going up. Nobody's up on their feet, waving their hand. Nobody's doing all this stuff. I know. I, I, I'm an observer. Sin will get you to hell. There is no salvation without repentance. <laughs> but then there's no repentance without godly sorrow. If you're going to put your hand up at all, somebody ought to put their hand up there. It hurts me. I feel bad about it. God, I'm sorry. Oh, heavy, the distinction. Hmm. Sin, says James in his epistle. Sin, when it is finished, watch this now. Sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. I didn't write this. So you, if you don't deal with the sin, you can only end in death. So, see, you know, so, 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 no, sin when it's finished, that simply means that it's a progressive thing. It may have started like this, but because you don't deal with it, it gets like that. And before you don't deal with it, it gets like that. And before you, it just goes. Then you want to justify it's too big. I can't deal with it. Oh, yes, you can. Just repent. Man by the name of James McCauley. He made this statement, and I just think it's so apropos. Quote, the concept of repentance may be old-fashioned, 
but it is not out of date so long as sin abounds. Well, we sincerely trust that you have been blessed and inspired by this message and that you'll be motivated that if you need to, repent. God will hear you and make a change in your life. So until next time, and we shall come to you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www.fcogchapel.org. We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.